Welcome to the Grow Rich Podcast by Tech Help Canada, where we share the best online marketing and general business tips. Now for today's host. Hello and thank you for joining me today at the Grow Rich Podcast. My name is Gabriel Umwatarali, here to help you drive growth for your business. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing five tips that you can use to increase your likelihood of writing viral content. So let's start with what is viral content? Viral content is any online content that achieves a high level of awareness due to shares and exposure on social media networks, news websites, aggregators, and a bunch of other places. That's viral content, something that spreads really fast. For example, you may, have, you may have been in a situation where you read something or you watch something and then you start seeing a whole bunch of people sharing it on your social media feeds. Maybe you're on Facebook, maybe you go to Reddit, you see somebody else share it and you're like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm seeing this everywhere now. Well, that content is most likely going viral. So how do you write something like that? Well, it's not easy. <laughs> Trust me, I've been writing for a while and it's not easy to create viral content. But you can increase the likelihood that your content goes viral. The way you do that is by applying some of these tips that I'm going to share with you. So tip number one, create epic content. Or at least aim for epic content. So epic content is engaging content that can make people pause what they are doing to engage to engage with it. So people, it causes people to stop their activities to read, share, or link to it, maybe they're watching a vi- maybe they watch a video, they stop, maybe they were working on something and then they stop doing that thing to watch a specific video. That's epic content. So it starts, of course, it starts with your title, but everything else needs to be epic. So usually the first thing people see is your title. They see your title, that interests them, they click on it, they check out the content, they start reading. With epic content, they start reading and they read the whole thing or they start watching and they watch the whole thing. That's the response that you want. Now, there are a lot of content out there that have great titles, but then when you click on it, people will click on it, check it out, and they'll check it out for a little bit and they'll leave. Epic content keeps the audience there because it's that damn good. So what are some of the characteristics of epic content that you should know about. Now, there are many. I did create a blog post about this. So I'm going to link to the blog post in the description of this video. And I am going to go. So I'm going to go to the blog post right now and actually get all those characteristics. I mean, why do it off the top of my head when I already wrote something about it, right? So let's check it out. But I'm going to, I'm going to put a link to the blog post as well. So that way you guys can check it out. So epic content characteristics, personal touch, for example, sharing your own experiences, stories, that's a good way to add a personal touch to your content. Real value. When I say real value, that means understanding the audience's needs and providing solutions. See, real value is not just something nice to read. No, uh, real value is I understand the need of the target audience that I am writing this content for. So the people that I'm writing this content for, and I'm going to provide solutions for those needs. Now, you may have, for example, you may have read some, read some content that it tells you a bunch of things, but it doesn't really give you a solution for that thing. That's not epic content. Originality. 
provide fresh perspectives, introduce new ideas, things like that will help you add some originality to your content. Actionable. When I read this or when I watch this, is it going to help me do something? For example, if I read a blog post about how to create an online course or how to create a blog, am I going to be able to use that to go ahead and create my own blog or create my own online course? Emotionally engaging. What is the emotional response they want people to have? You know, this could be the content inspires, excites, or comforts. Whatever you can do to stir an, uh, an emotional response can significantly enhance the impact of your content. Visual appeal. Does it look good? I mean, if you publish it on a blog, does the blog look good? Does it pass the eyeball test? If you create a video, does that video pass the eyeball test? Does it look good? How's, how are the shots? Right Now, on that note, when it comes to video, depending on the context of the video, your quality doesn't matter as much. Like, for example, you see a lot of people on YouTube, they create videos with their webcam. And that's because the context of the video fits. But if you're creating a, an indie movie, for example, then you probably want to have really good shots. If you're creating something where you're just sharing your experiences, maybe you, maybe you run a narcissism channel. Well, you can probably use your webcam to do that. The context matters when it comes to visual appeal. But as a general rule of thumb, just always try to make sure that whatever platform you're or whatever platform you're using to publish your content or to create your, you know, whatever you're doing, right? Make sure it looks good. Epic content is usually data-driven or experience-driven. So, for example, validate your points with data or validate your points with experience. So if you claim something, help the audience believe you. Epic content is obviously well-researched. Every single content you create should be well-researched. That's the best way to make sure your content stands out. And finally, I would say uh, consistency is important. So consistency in style, tone, and quality with everything that you write or create. Note that crafting epic content is about blending all these elements effectively. And sometimes you're not going to have all of them in your in your uh, present in your content, but use the ones that you can use to create your create the best content you can create. Something that makes people stop what they're doing and actually engage with it. The second tip I'm going to give you guys today is the contrarian approach. So sometimes the way you stand out is by taking an opposite stance, going against the grain. Look at some of the content in your in your niche and figure out what are the common themes? What are people doing that you can take a different spin on? I'll give you an example. Not too long ago, I created two articles for, for a company. And the first article, the, sorry, both articles were about Facebook. The first article said Facebook was good for advertising, showed a whole bunch of stats that supported that claim. The second article 
took the contrarian approach and said, Facebook is not good for advertising, essentially. That positioned the company in a very good way because now they are, they are attracting traffic from people who lean towards the first theme, which is Facebook is great, and people who lean towards the second one, which is Facebook is not that good for businesses. That's how you leverage the contrarian approach. Now, you don't have to create two articles. You could just create one article or one video that takes the contrarian approach. But it's very important that you're not creating content just to be different. Make sure you're staying true to your brand values or staying true to your values. No point creating content just because you want to piss people off. That's not a good way to go. Tip number three, eavesdrop for ideas. The other day I was at a coffee shop and I was listening in on a conversation. Now, hold on. I wasn't listening in on purpose. It was just a bunch of people were talking and they were talking really loud. So I heard something that I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to write that down because that's a good idea. You never know where it's going to lead. So eavesdrop for ideas, but don't. Don't do it on purpose. Like, if people are talking loud enough and you hear it, that's fine. Don't go, you know, don't go trying to listen on listen on people's uh, conversations. That's just that's just rude. Okay, but if the idea comes and you hear it, if they're talking loud and you you can't help but hear it, no problem. It's all it's all it's all fair. Tip number four: power nap for ideas. Napping is super productive, and if a lot a lot more people do this, they'll find their productivity go up. I do this a lot. I'll power nap after writing an article or maybe working on something else. Maybe I'm doing SEO. I'll power nap because that's going to help me refresh a little bit and get some more ideas on what I want to do, what approaches I want to take, what strategy I want to use for the next client, for example. So... This is a great way to really, really make sure that throughout the day, your mind remains fresh. I can't, I can't stress this enough. Power nap if you can. If you're in a situation where you can't really power nap, based on maybe based on where you where you're working, working, uh, maybe you work at an office where you can't really just go power nap because you know I, I can work from home, so that's a little different. I my bed is just it's not too far. I can just go to it, <laughs> I set my alarm, and that's it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I'm just looking at okay. Set, set set my alarm. That's it. Looks like I just got a notification. Just ignore that. Sorry about that. But yeah, power nap for ideas. You'd be surprised uh, how much uh, how much more things you can do when you wake up. Now, I just want to say that a lot of gurus out there or people who give personal advice, they tell some of them tell you that you should sleep less. But no, you should actually sleep as much as you need to function during the day. For some people, that's six hours. For some people, that's seven. For some people, that's eight. It's very important that you sleep. I find that if I don't sleep enough, I have a hard time functioning at at peak levels during the day. So make sure you sleep. 
tip number five. This is our last one. Almost done. Write every day. That's it. Write every day. This one's a simple one, but it's it's tough to do when you don't have a platform to write on. Now you can use social media, sure, and write social media posts every day. But the best way to improve your writing is by creating a blog. Create a blog and you can improve your writing much faster, whether that's a personal blog. And you can get feedback too on the content that you write. That's the best way to improve your writing, in my opinion. That's how I did it. I started writing my, oh, you should see the stuff I wrote before. They were, (laughs) I look at them now and I'm just like, oh my God, (laughs) I need to find time to update these things. (laughs) And I've updated some of them, but not all of them. So uh, you should see them. Now, somebody who doesn't know how to write will probably look at those and go, oh, those those are really good, right? But I'm a professional writer. So, uh, but now I write for companies. But before I I learned I learned by writing blogs blog articles and every each blog article got better and better and better and better and eventually I got really good, so good at writing that I figured well I can offer this service and I also took some courses too but I didn't take courses until after I've put in a bunch of work writing content and just exploring things and just trying things out. Um, Then I went and took some courses to help improve my skills even further, and it was all worth it. But yeah, write every day, and you're going to improve your writing. And that in itself increases the likelihood that you're going to create something that just goes viral because it's so engaging. Even if you write 30 minutes to 45 minutes per day, that's enough. It's not like you have to do four hours every day. You can just write a little bit. And that's going to help improve your writing. Now, if writing is not your thing, of course, just hire people to do it. We offer writing services, copywriting services, I should say, to uh, small businesses and solopreneurs. Or just, you know, anyone who wants to uh, improve their, their web presence, we help them with content. So feel free to reach out. Just go to techhelp.ca. That's techhelp with two H's. .ca and use the use the contact link at the top to reach out. Now that's it for this episode. If you have any questions as well, contact us just by going to our website and clicking on the contact uh, contact link at the top and uh, send it to us and uh, we usually respond within 24 hours. Thank you and have a wonderful day.